This is the Introverts Bubble Podcast with me, Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place for us introverts and homebodies to get out of our heads and have some adventures. I would love it if you would jump on iTunes to leave a review or go to the site and give a donation. Hey there, this is part two of the Introverts Vacation, where we're going to talk about going on vacations with just one other person. This could be with a romantic partner, friend, even a family member, like a parent when you're older, kids, and cousins. But this is more specifically for uh, going with other adults. So if you have, like you have kids, they're also adults. Now this can be easier or harder than going with a group. Easier because there's less people to satisfy, but harder because... Sometimes the other person you're going with, now it's kind of this, it's their quote-unquote vacation. It's what they want. And sometimes it may not be as open to compromise, which can be a problem. I'd hope if you're going on a vacation with someone, you'd have more of a choice than, say, with a group. You can't you can't tell someone to bring their significant other you can't like or decide to bring their brother that thinks a loser. And, I mean, for introverts, the worst part of this is that they may want to be around you the whole time, like 24 hours. And it's kind of hard to, like, work your way through that because, yes, you want to be there together and everything else. And there's no change of ever being alone from the moment you leave to when you get back for some of these people. Like, they want, this is, we're sticking together, like, best buds love of my life, whatever kind of stuff like that. And this is going to be the biggest thing you're going to need to plan out. At least for me as being an introvert is trying to figure out time alone, which can be a delicate process because there's not really an easy way to say like, Oh, I love you, but I can't stand being around you right now. Usually that doesn't go over well. So you're going to have to compromise on this in some way. You're not going to be able to have huge chunks of time alone. Um, if you know you're going to need more time, try to plan it in before you leave. Like, have time by yourself that you pack. You don't need to be with anyone else. You don't go do any going away parties or anything like that. But know what, especially with the person you're going with, know what what your tolerance is for for them, especially when it comes to just going with one other person. There, this seems to be a bit more intimacy, more trust, and like a deeper relationship. So you should be able to know better what you can and cannot do with them and what pisses you off and what you don't like about them or they don't like about you. That Because you, we all, we all kind of know each other. That's just it. We're all human. And... Part of the reason why you're going to need to compromise is partially because it would be really rude to, like, spend a whole day away from someone when you're, like, just taking a week vacation. But also partially for your safety. Because it's going to be two of you. That means you're both going to be alone. Some of the ways that I do it, if I, especially if I go with my a lot of my friends or with my husband, I'm the early bird. So if I want to go, I'll go out and take pictures of sunrise. I'll do a quick hike before sunrise. I'll go walk to a cafe early in the morning, go breakfast by myself. Like, my husband doesn't really care for breakfast. 
he'll just ask me like to pick him up a muffin or something. He'll sleep in. I'll have time to just meander, take pictures. If I want to go sit somewhere and journal, I got 20, 30 minutes minimum by myself. Honestly, other good times are like around lunchtime. Like you have your mornings of doing stuff together, you eat lunch and separate for an hour or two. Take a nap. Kind of just one person will go sits by the pool. Another one kind of sits by a bar or you sit on your balcony. Like there's there's a way to spread yourself out without having be around each other all the time. That's still safe. Now, if you're kind of, this is all a little overwhelming for you and everything else. I do have a vacation planner. If you check out my website, there'll be the link will be in the show notes. And it'll give you kind of easy ways to find all those little details of where to look for. Like, if you want to make sure you have um, things you want to do that both of you are going to like, and even though you're going to have the both of you there, you can find things you're going to like that will be not so crowded, which will help you feel a little less, like, claustrophobic with this other person. And But those times alone, you need to think about you and your companion's safety. You both, again, are going to be alone, and honestly, it's worse when you're a woman, trans, not even gender fluid, short people, anyone who looks like on, on the skinnier side are usually pretty much targets, especially on, on outside of the country that I found out is that they, if you don't look like the stereotypical, like strong man and everything else, you're kind of a target, especially in certain areas. So... Part of the planning when you go is finding maybe finding a hotel that's going to be in a safer area. Ones that are maybe not straight in the city center. If there's a little bit more crime with like pickpocketing or rowdiness, you want to be maybe a couple blocks away. Or you don't want to be miles away from where everything is touristy like because then there's less people there. There's less security and stuff like that. Keep your eye out for what the time is. And where the sun is. Daylight time is usually safer. And for the most point. Um, early mornings are pretty much. Pretty decent because everyone else. Has already finished partying. Anyone else that. Um, most crime kind of ends. A few hours after most people. Kind of go to bed after out going out partying. Middle of the day kind of thing. There's more people that can see you. More details they get figured out. And honestly you might have to keep to your hotel. So look for ones that have space. If you need more space to kind of walk around, that's what you'd like to do. One that's like on a beach that's got a little more like security to it. Find one that's got a, a little bit more grounds to it. Or one that you want to have has a cafe connected to it. Or just bigger rooms. Just figure out what you need in your accommodations and even in your area. Because... There are certain areas that the hotel's great. The second you walk out, you just want you want to get into a, a taxi or a bus and everything else and just head out to somewhere else. For other ones, you got like a four block radius that's awesome. So you can go around, you can check out a couple shops, you can check the coffee shops, you can kind of just meander around and not have to worry about anything. Like, honestly, just it takes the time. Yes, you have to research for it, but yeah, find the places that you know are going to be safe for you to go. So if you keep those two things in mind, the amount of time you need alone and the 
space of it is and your safety, you should be able to find a reasonable way that you and both your partner can be happy with each other throughout the whole trip, but also safe. And as long as you do these things, you can make sure everyone enjoys what you're doing from beginning to end with less chances of people getting mad at each other or upset with you because you are feeling too claustrophobic with all the not alone time that you have. But either way, think it through, plan it out, talk to the people you're going with, and have a good vacation. Thanks for listening. For the budget workshop freebie, the vacation workbook, or to give a donation, head over to CourageousCreativity.co slash blog slash vacation series two. As always, please leave a review. 